What's up, 49er faithful? It's your boy, Chili Will. Welcome to the 49er Street Squad. You know what we're about to do. Another 49er victory. We sweep the Seattle Seahawks. Two games. Knock them out. That's what I'm talking about. 49ers come back home, take care of business. And a lot has happened over the weekend. We're going to get into it and talk about it, you know, but let me go ahead and let's bring in the boys ready to hang out and get some 49er talk. Talk on. Let's bring my man all the way from the East Coast. Always chilling with us. It's always great to have him. Let's get him on in here. My boy, Monty. What's up, Monty? What's going on, Chill Will? And let's go all the way live from Las Vegas, man. We got the boy, the man with the golden nuggets. Always has some uh, special nuggets at the end of the show, but my man, not in real. What's up, Rio? I'm sipping out my blue cup. <laughs> Give a little shout out to my boys. The cowgirls came through. Woo! Hell yeah, man. We had to be cowboy fans for a little bit, didn't we, yesterday on Sunday? <laughs> from from 5.15 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh-huh. on Sunday, uh-huh. I was a cowgirls fan. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, you know what? I think all 49 of favorite was Cowgirl fans on Sunday, man, because yeah. that was a much needed win to help us out to claim the number one seed in the NFC, baby. So you know what that means. If you're if you're if really looking at the end of the season right now, it would be really good for us because it would be something like uh well, we got the brackets here. We'd be looking at something like this, you know, San Francisco 49ers number one. And then Philadelphia gets knocked down, the number five seed. They would be playing Tampa Bay right now. Then Minnesota would have to play Detroit and Detroit and Green Bay and Dallas, man. That's that's what could be happening. If we can maintain, especially if the Niners can just maintain the rest of the, and win the rest of these four games, which I'm sure they will, because mm. they know what's on the line. You know, Mission Possible 6 has to happen. So the good news Phase one is complete in Mission Possible 6 because Green Bay Packers uh, had, had lost against the Giants, right? And that knocked them in. The At least so far got themselves a playoff clinch berth in, in, in the playoffs. So we're, we're good there. So, you know, uh, mission that, that mission is complete. So the next mission is secu- uh, should be on Sunday after we whoop on Arizona. We're going to win this NFC West once again. And uh, you know, put all the put all them teams to shame. Rams, Seattle, well, Seattle's out. You know, I got I got a quick sidebar for you before we get into our, our oh, in depth me. stuff. Hit me. I just looked at that picture, man, of the seating with Niners number one, Baltimore, Baltimore number one. Mm-hmm. You do, know what that means. You know what's want, coming. Do we want that rematch? Uh, do we want to go? We want to rematch. We want you know, to rematch. at this point. It don't even matter who we play. Thank you. Oh, thank you. No, no, like this. I'm just saying, do we want that rematch to go ahead and just get that out the way? Because that was a man that that you know how that felt. Like there's two rematches I think we want. That's mm-hmm. KC. We gonna have we gonna have that rematch on Christmas Day though. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the real rematch, um, Super Bowl no, Ravens well, or Super Bowl KC. Ball. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what they're saying. Man. You, you, you look at this now. If you look at this uh, this uh, uh, Super Bowl emblem, you see the colors in there, right? 
You see a little bit of that purple and a little tint in red right there. And they, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that usually signifies something. At least it has the last couple of seasons. So, oh, that's what, what it every, is. What everybody's saying. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. If you go oh, back, if you go, if, you go, if you go back and look at the symbol for the last couple of years, you, the color always matched the have, teams that was going to make it. The teams that was, yeah. was in there, and the team that's was the right. Left. The Rams did had that. It was some yellow, blue, or something mm-hmm. going on in yeah. the, the logo. Yeah. Okay, okay. And last year it was green and red. Yep. What? Yep. Yep. And that was before the Super Bowl was. I mean, before they oh, knew yeah. who was going. Absolutely. Oh, they that logo! So look, that logo was made up already for this year, and it's, that's true. We're not even. Yeah, look at that second. Okay. Right and I think I, I think it goes back to 2019 when we played the Chiefs. It was yellow and red. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And All right. So, so that script, the NFL script, is in full effect. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's what they're saying. That's what's happening. I think the uh, the NFL Matrix man is happening, bro. All right. And usually the team with the less color in the emblem usually wins. Okay. So if you look at that emblem, you see there's a lot more purple in that color. In that color, if you uh, look at that and see a little, little, hint, little hint, little hint of red there little, in the middle. Little hint red, man. A little hint. I'm gonna sure. go with I'm gonna go with your theory. We only got a little bit of red in there. A little bit of red in there. Like so 20, that, you know, 25 you know red in there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we exactly. got a long way to go though before that. So yes, we do. So we on. yeah, we're not trying to, you know, we don't want to, you know, jump the gun. But you know, I, I told you already in the beginning of the season, man, it's all about Mission Impossible Six. It's got to get yeah. done, no matter what. I'm no gun time. jumping all day long. <laughs> all right man i told you i'm not holding back no more i spent too many years being too scared of thank uh, you f that we're yeah. doing it that's right we're we're, we're, we uh we are coming live and we're gonna make sure that the niners come on out and take care of business and do what they got to do and so one sunday at a time uh you know uh niners the Niners had to host the Seattle Seahawks, so we had a little bit of a, uh, let's see, a little bit of turkey leftover, and mm-hmm. so we had to finish eating the rest of the turkey. Yeah, yeah. putting these jive turkeys out of sight, out of mind. And so, uh, you know, no Gino. Gino didn't want to see us. He didn't want to see us. Yeah, exactly. Gino was Told scared. Bad he is of the Niners. <laughs> you didn't believe me. Gino. He was out on the field. And he he was like, man, nah, man, I'm yeah, going home, dog. How many times you see him go up to what was that quarterback's name? Banks or something like that, right? I don't know that dude. I can't remember the guy's name, but anyway, he must have went up to him about Seattle five. Quarterback? Yeah, who was the guy? The backup Drew guy? Locke. Drew Lock. Yeah, that's Lock. right. Lock. Oh, there you go. He he must have walked up to him. I don't know how many times. He said, brother, I'm glad it's you and not me. Yeah, man, I, I can't <laughs> handle it. I just can't handle that defense, man. Chase Young. Bosa coming down my way. Uh-uh. Don't want any. Don't want have to do anything with them guys. Mm. And it's you. So, Mr. Locke, go ahead. Do your thing. But, uh, yeah, so they 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 said uh, in the beginning of the game, you know, he was out there trying to throw around, but supposedly he's, uh, I think he's got a groin issue or whatever. So they were like, nah, you're not playing. Gino, you're not playing. He probably said, damn it, good. I'm glad you all didn't clear me. I didn't want to play this game anyway. But you know what? You might have to check. I mean, I don't know if he's gonna come back next weekend because you know who they gotta play, right? We better hope he does. That's the only chance they got to beat Philly. No, he's but, right. 
Yeah, they got they got to play Philly next. Is it in Philly or is it in Seattle? I can't. I no, think it's, it's in Seattle. Seattle. It's in Seattle. Oh, it's in Seattle. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Well, you know, we might have to become bird turd fans for like a couple hours. Maybe you know. Yeah, listen, if we were cowgirl fans, we could be bird turd fans too. Yeah, we could be bird yeah. turd fans, and you know, we we uh, continue to feast on the bird season. You know, eliminate these birds. So, uh, two teams down, basically, uh, one twice, and one, one we got them uh, Eagles. So now the, we got Arizona coming up. So uh, we gotta get prepared and ready for that. But let's go back. Let's go back on Sunday's game, guys. Man, tell me. Uh, was looking kind of exciting at first, you know, uh, that first little play that they uh, got off with um, my, my boy CMC. Yeah. Of course, he breaks to the uh, our favorite side, the left side, you know, finds yeah. his little gaps, and he found his way. I thought the brother was on his way. I was watching it the whole time, and I looked at, out in front of him. I didn't see nobody out there. I Man. thought, oh, he's got this. This is 7 nothing right here. 7 <laughs> Chili Will, you know they had a prop. They got prop bets, right? Of course, they had a tr- prop bet for um, CMC. Really? To go, to go over 71 or 72 yards. Oh, really? Oh, man. Yeah. I know you got that one, right? First play. Yeah. In, yeah. in the yards. back. <laughs> Come on, man. Woo! First yeah, play. Music Factory was doing it. In the done. bag. I love that, man. Hey, I just want to say this real quick. Trent Williams is probably going to be the first jersey that I purchase for somebody on the offensive line. I've never purchased an offensive line jersey. I, I'm always I'm big on like the offense, like as far as quarterback, running back, tight end, wide receiver, traditional stuff, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. This is this is probably going to be the first time because he deserved it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He's a he's yeah, a beast. I think, I think we need to get a shirt that says "Left Side, Strong Side." To the left, to the left, <laughs> to the left. <laughs> <laughs> That's what boy. I'm hey, I'm telling you, the right side. Hey, they sometimes come with a little bit because sometimes Trent will he'll make the you know he'll run to make the uh, play on that side too. But of course, he has to run a lot more further and stuff. But you know. Right side not as strong as that left side. The left side is all day long. That plays that's like their I think that's like their golden gem play where they had that that break that run out to the left, right behind all them blockers, man. Cause you know, you got big Trent leading the way. He's blocking about two or three guys, and you got banks and everybody, everybody just goes to the left, man. And they just they just know exactly where to run. They know right where it's gonna part and that gap's gonna open up, man. And then it's either CMC or Debo, man. They're gonna take off all the time. And usually make get a good score or definitely get some good yards out of that play like all the time. That's gotta be that that's the, like their cream of the play right there. That's cream of the top. Play. Hey, did you guys notice at the end of that run who was the first person there to pick up CMC? Yeah, man. I was still wigging on that. Brock Purdy. Boy. Brock Purdy. He got the like, down the hell? there with him. 72 yards. I was like, how the hell did he get down there so fast? You know, because I, I saw him pick him up on going and I trip, I was tripping on that. I go, yeah, man. where the hell did he come from? Yeah, he sure did. You know, and I, I kept going back to look on the replay, but you don't really see Brock, like, after he hands it off in the way the camera goes, yeah. you don't really see him anymore. So you're like, okay, where is he at? And I I think it was, was it today or yesterday I saw um, somebody had, a, I guess, one of those overall peripheral 
you know, they get the uh, those video plays from the team of, of the whole game. Yeah, yeah Sky Shot. Yeah. And so the, I saw it on there. I go, oh, okay. Look at Brock just take off, man. I mean, he kind of disappeared for a minute, but then you do see him, you know, run down there. So I'm going, okay, there you, you gotta, go. You gotta love that, bro. Hey man, he, he he was a. Hey, you know what? That that's what I'm talking about, man. Just love the fire in this kid. Just love the fire in this kid, man. Because he is just. You know what? The more they hate him. on him, the more that fire is gonna grow. Yeah. Him, you know, I I've been thinking about this. How I watch these videos and they all talk about him. You know what? Keep hating on that man. No, keep doing. All he's gonna do is fuel the fire. Fuel the gonna fire. Fuel the fire, and he gonna come out there and fire. Do what he do. Oh, Brock, Brock's supposed to be still leading for MVP. I don't yeah, care what Dak oh. did last week. Okay, let me ask you guys this question real quick. Now, you like you said, uh, Monty, you know, there's all this crazy talk. You know, they just don't want to give our boys flowers. You know what I'm saying? You know, the boys is killing it. He's leading number one practically every QB ratio you could think of. You know, is having obviously a very MVP season. But the question keeps coming up, and I don't Quite, I mean, I know why, but it's just stupid to me. Is Brock Purdy a system quarterback? No, real, oh, Monty, talk to but me about that, man. Monty, you talk. know what? If you want to be real about it, every every quarterback is a system quarterback because everybody, every Thank quarterback you. is coming in and playing Thank some you. sort of system. Thank so you. He still has to put the ball where it needs to be. The problem is they want to talk about how yeah, a three yard pass and Debo takes it to the house. You know Thank what? You. Well, Kyle Shanahan was Bill Walsh was a genius. They Joe Mont, they didn't say that about Joe Montana when he had Jerry Rice, Taylor, Brent Jones, Roger Craig. Exactly. Andy Reid, one of the best play callers. They don't say that about Patrick Mahomes. Right. You know what I mean? When he and had you know the players, running you know what it is. Patrick Mahomes it's, it's, is running the Andy Reid system, correct? Right. Yes. Okay. So it goes it goes, the it goes just with things that? in life. When you create when you get a label, when you get put late, when you get labeled. It sticks with you, like like I always I was talking to a guy at my job today. Got this one guy, got a bad rep because he was terrible, then lazy, doesn't want to work, and you get labeled that. And no matter how bad you try to fix it, you still good. They're still gonna remember that you were that lazy piece of crap that started ten years ago. Then now that you're working better, so mm -hmm. this guy got unfortunately he got labeled Mister Irrelevant coming because he was the last pick in the draft, and it seems like that's all the people could look at last. The last pick in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant. You know what I mean? But if you look at some of these throws that he's throwing, he's he's leading his receivers spots. He's putting it between four defenders and he's throwing that ball down the field. Like Come Brandon Ayuk was like non-existent when we had Jimmy. Come on. Come on, man. And now Brandon Ayuk is having two best years of his career. Preach. That bro. throw he threw the deep that throw he threw to Debo Samuel at 54. Preach. Debo didn't have to break Ooh. stride. It was like yeah. It just kept going. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's unbelievable. The, throws and the, the moxie and the poise that this kid got in the pocket because he's just smart. What did Granted, Jimmy G? He's a, when Jimmy, well, Jimmy G, was, G took us to the Super Bowl, but Jimmy G did not run the offense the way this kid no, is running no, no. the offense. No, what I'm saying is that when Jimmy G was QB, how much did Debo have to work to get oh. touchdowns? He wasn't yeah, getting yeah, touchdowns like that. Right. He wasn't getting touchdowns like that. Nope. Same thing. He, same, same thing with Kittle. How much did Kittle have to work to get touchdowns? Yeah, he he left. He Come so on, many man. times he left George Kittle out to just hang dry and get killed. Because remember, Jimmy always threw passes high, 
to George oh, yeah. Kittle, where he had to leap and up. Debo. And then he was vulnerable. And saved a lot of interceptions for Jimmy, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. yeah. And, and he was vulnerable, open to get busted up, you know, or hit hard in some kind of way. And uh, all and all the time when Jimmy did throw a lot of his passes, yeah, might might have had a couple of good ones where before they broke out of their you know uh, their route or whatever you know the ball was there, but that didn't happen too often. It was always when they he would wait. This kid is they were where they needed to be, and then they always had to stop and adjust to catch mm -hmm. a Jimmy G pass. Right, and then because our guys, because our guys were so great at the yak. They were able to make plays, shake off their defenders to exactly. get that extra yard. So mm -hmm. it wasn't what Jimmy was doing. It was what our guys were doing. But like you said, Monty, we now have a quarterback that could put the ball in these guys' buckets while they're in stride, without breaking the stride, without having to adjust too often. Yep. You know, And yes. like you said, those two big plays he had, to uh, the one to the uh, Debo, and he had one to Ayuk, they were, he threw way downfield. And I was like, my mouth hit the ground. I was like, wow. He can, he and can, and if you look at the, the sky view of that throw to, to Ayuk on the, on the sideline, yeah, he released that ball while Ayuk was covered. He threw it to a spot and let Ayuk go get it. And Ayuk yep. went and got it. Right. That, that's right. signs of a good quarterback. You know exactly. what I mean? Right. And didn't he do the same thing? Open. Didn't he do the same thing with Christian? I think it was last week again with Christian McCaffrey. With Christian McCaffrey. Remember he, he broke. He yes. threw the ball. Christian was, he yeah. didn't even turn around and look to see if it was coming yet. But just as he did let it go, he turned around, obviously sees it coming his way. Right big play. It was right there. It was right there. Chili Will. He doesn't get enough. Real. Real. What is, I mean, what is up with this system? Purdy being a system quarterback, man. This is freaking nonsense. Chili Will, let's, let's think about this, right? If, if he's a system quarterback, then why – couldn't Jimmy G run the system? Why couldn't Trey Lance run the system? Mm -hmm. You know, why couldn't these other people run the system like Brock Purdy? It's not. It's just like what, how they tried to say that Tom Brady was great because of Belichick. Mm -hmm. And now he went on and he jumped into another system and made that system great. Why can't they say the QB is making the system great? You Thank understand? Because right now, look at Belichick. I'm seeing rumors that he, you know, the uh, um, Patriots ready to part ways. This dude brought you all this championship. If your system is so good, right? Why are they ready to part ways? Yeah, why, why isn't Jones out there flourishing? Right. So that's the that's the point I'm trying to make. Is that yeah, you could have a good system. But trust and believe if you don't have the right quarterback for the system, I, I don't I don't really believe in system quarterbacks. You know what I believe in? I believe in game managers. Like for example, when the Ravens had Trent Dilfer, you understand? You have a game manager. You know how they what they used to call um our old QB that went to KC, Alex Smith. You know, you got a game manager, right? What you got to understand is that game managers just making sure you don't make any mistakes. Right. But Brock Purdy, he's doing passes that they're like, dang, you know, he's not even supposed to make that pass, right? Because they get they get kind of they like he's going across body, he's doing this and doing that. Nah, he's uh, he feels that he understands what he's doing, and he's the ball placement is mm -hmm. what I'm looking at. 
Mm-hmm. You understand? There's no way Jimmy G could have done that. There's no way Trey Lance could have did that. So it's not even about no quote-unquote system. There's either you either have a good quarterback or you have a game manager. And a lot of a lot of teams in the NFL got game managers right now. A lot. Yep. It is and it's sad. It's very sad. I agree. And let's, and let's think about it. That 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 54 yard throw to Debo, Debo yeah. was the fifth read on that route. Mm. Think about that. He was the fifth read. And he he's looking around that field and scanning that field and saw that he was gonna have to step on Adams. As soon as, as, soon as he saw Adams take that step in, he's like I don't care if he's five. He's going to be open. I'm going to go for it. And he said that's mm. what he said in his in his, in his presser. He says I right. I saw him step. I saw him take those two steps down because of the fake. And I knew Debo would be open. So, fuck one, two, three. I'm going five because he's mm-hmm. going to he's going we're going to get this. And he and so he put it. Man, you couldn't throw a better ball. You could not yeah. throw a better ball than that ball he threw to Debo. Yes. Debo did not have to slow right. down, not speed up, and it dropped right here in his pocket. Like you couldn't, yeah. it was amazing. And, he and, 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 through so far. Oh, go go ahead, real. No, last thing. He he wins out the season. There is no reason why he shouldn't be MVP. I he think wins he, out, he wins right out. Now, I agree. I'm personally honest with you, but that's just me. No, I'm just going just because yeah. you feel you feel like you gotta have to do extra, you know what I mean, for him to get mm-hmm. MVP at this point because he's Mr. Irrelevant. I don't know how I don't know to me, I don't know how the NFL feels. That somebody last pick is having so much success, are they happy about that? Because it's a good story, or are they kind of mad? Because then it makes all the top picks, you know, like, dang, look at this, man! They wasted all the embarrasses. A lot of these, a lot of these cats that think they know who's coming in hot in these drafts and stuff. Mm-hmm. This guy gets totally looked over, like you said, last pick of the draft. No one even sees this guy coming. Right. Nobody senses or even has a a quiver knowing that this man was going to possess what he can possess. Because like you said, it takes somebody very special to be able to come to the NFL and play the game of the NFL as a quarterback. And number one, know how to read defenses and know what's coming at you Two, know how to put the ball right in the bread basket while these guys are, are you know, are in, 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 in their routes, you know, without having to break the, you know, their routes and everything. Be able to do that. That's hard for any quarter, even some of the best that come out right now. I mean, the, all those number one draft picks or whatever, right? There's no guys that are doing what Brock Purdy has done in such a short time. Yeah, man. Just think about it. He started doing this last year when, when he got his big break. He did. Yep. Right? He came in, took over what I think for the Dolphin game when Jimmy got hurt. Yep. Obviously, flowed through that. Then he takes on. Mr. World Champ and his Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Mr. Seven-Time uh, Super Bowl Tom Brady, makes him look like a fool. I mean, right there, that should have told you something like, damn, who is this kid? Well, I mean, like, this is just crazy. But obviously, we all had to be patient. We had to wait and see what this guy was going to bring. Now we're, we're almost through the second se- of his second season on his first whole season. The guy's got the numbers that he's just making other people, just other quarterbacks just look mm-hmm. bad. He's making he's making he's making all these Dak the Dax and and Jalen Hurts all, all these first round guys he's making, everybody he's making, everybody he's making them look so bad 
and it's leaving a bad taste in a lot of these sports analysts' mouths, and they just can't take it. And that's why, like you said, Monty, they're just trying to think about that. Let's create uh, something, you know, so we so we don't look stupid. Let's just say Purdy is a system quarterback now, and he could just, you know, he just has to maintain like anybody can flush up. No, they can't. Like, what do you get this mess? We've been Stupid. down that road. We've been down that road before. Thank you. You and know, we we found somebody in the Niners. And I don't know if you guys realize this, man. People always talk about, man, how the Niners make all these moves? How they make this move? How they make this move? But how much did it help us that Brock Purdy? We got Brock Purdy for the cheap. Oh, yeah. And we got rid of Trey Lance. You understand? Was the one pick that that yeah. obviously made this organization look really stupid. But it's ahead. okay. It's okay because you know what I'm impressed with. They were able to say, you know what, F it. We made a mistake. Let's move on. Go for it. Let's yep. move on, and we good right here. And we made our decision. We're not going to force this down just because of ego. Because we made a mistake, and we right. we got stick by it. Man, forget that, man. Just let that go. <laughs> and look, he's still third mm-hmm. string. Still mm-hmm. third string. I don't even know if he third string. Is he emergency or you know, <laughs> no, whatever? He's third string, man. ICU backup quarterback. Yeah, ICU quarterback. I don't even know what he's doing. But yeah. and then and then now I wanna let me see if I can find it. I should have had it ready, but uh let me see if I can get it real quick. You here. know, he and he's now he's he's second in yards and and, and touchdowns behind Dak. Right. If Biggie's playing like this, I can see on, I can man. see. I see. I could see three, three hundred and four touchdowns uh, against Arizona next week. First time in a while that we had a hundred yard rush and two hundred yard receivers and a three hundred yard passer last mm. week. Yeah, and we would have had Kittle. Kittle just missed a hundred. He had seventy five. And that's the thing. He's spreading the love too, man. I know the team feel it. good. The team feel good. Everybody getting the love. So it's not just one receiver. Here's my favorite receiver, exactly. man. Come on, mm-hmm. he's got everybody involved getting a piece of the pie. You know, he's yeah, you get actually, one Brock Purdy. If you think about it, from coming from Jimmy to Brock Purdy and George Kittle in the middle of this now, he kind of resurrected George Kittle's career. Oh, because, yeah, oh, yeah, even, though, even, even though Jimmy was George Kittle's boy, Jimmy was not, you know, was not helping George Kittle out. No. Some of his plays and passes to him, besides getting him killed half the time. Instantly. But now, but now Brock Purdy steps in. George Kittle is killing it. Why? Because you, remember- you have a quarterback that can put the ball where it needs to be at the proper time where it needs to be for him to catch and score real easy. Do you remember make- when Purdy came in? When Purdy came in last last year, mm-hmm. I think I think um, Kittle had no touchdowns. Right, you're Nita right. Had yeah, he ended up with seven, right? And then he ended up, man, he was getting fed so much. I mean, you could see the happiness. And then this year, he had three touchdowns in yep. one game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times we had multiple touchdowns by a player? We had CMC with three in the game. We had Kittle with three in the game. And we had Debo with three in the game. You telling me a quarterback that is spreading the love like that in the NFL right now. Find me one. Nobody. Find me one. You no, know, the one the one they're gonna keep throwing up there is a sorry Dak Prescott. I mean, yeah, he's obviously Dak's being Dak. Like he he always has a rather 
good season, right? He gets the Cowboys in the playoffs. Yeah, he's, fi- he's finally not and turning he's, the ball over. That's why. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. That, too. But this year, teams that they've been blowing out and playing uh, weren't great teams. They've had, a, to me, a rather easy schedule, you know? Mm-hmm. So they there's a lot of – a lot Right. There was a lot of deceiveness going on. You know, probably the best game they had was against Philadelphia, which they yeah. won, you know. But mm-hmm. other than that, you know, to me, they haven't really impressed me. No. You know, they got they, up for Philly They got good. the hardest road but, to keep that division, too. Yeah. They, they go to Buffalo, they go to Miami, and they play Detroit. Because of that win, now you see how quick all these sports analysts guys are all back on the uh, the Dak train and Cowboys now. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, Cowboys, they're, they're finding their groove now, and Dak's the best. You know, all this hype is like, dude, okay, fine. They don't want to say that Brock Purdy's a, a real believe. That's the problem. You know, you know there's one team that they, you know they got to worry about, and it's the red and gold, and they're not going to beat. They're not going to beat. That's if they could get to us. That's if right. they get, get to well, us. Well, that's the one thing I can say. The announcers are also saying, yeah, that Dak's playing better, Cowboys are good. That should be MVP, but they are also saying that 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 they can't beat us. That we're still the best team in the NFL. They just don't want to give yeah. Brock Purdy. The right. props they don't want to give him flowers, man. Exactly. No, they don't want to give him flowers. And the so one thing right. they're That's saying, said, let them keep hating. It's gonna mm-hmm. build up the fire in that kid. He keeps he keeps going. And he gonna, we're gonna be all right. Real quick, let me play this, man. I want I want to play this for you guys because now we got another idiot that gonna, that for some reason, uh, Cam Newton. <laughs> This oh, I heard about something he said. You heard about this? Let me see if it'll if I can play this. I'm gonna put it on the mic and see if you guys can hear it okay. But Brock, let's they're not winning because of him. He's not turning the ball over. He's managing the game. Oh. And if we were to put that in its own right as game managers, Brock, Parody, Tua Tonga Valoa, Jared Goff, and really yeah. Dak Prescott. Mm. These are game managers. They're, they're not difference makers. And when you say game manager, I'm not asking you to go out and win the game. I'm just asking you not to lose. Not to lose the game. That's, listen, motherfucker, I don't give a damn what you do. You don't have to score every time. You just wow. don't have to throw a pick every time either. If we're going to really call a spade a spade, a game manager is different than a game changer. Pretty like. Okay, that's about that's about the extent Let's of that. Let's call a spade. What the hell did he do in his career? Man, thank no. you, man. Oh Come on, man. Saying. Cam Newton, the guy that couldn't win a Super Bowl. Let's plug you into our offense, Cam. Let's thank plug you. you in. You went back to you went back to the Panthers, and you couldn't even win a game when you went back there. You couldn't even win one game. You understand? With all your hate is man. real. It ain't the hate is real. That's all and I'm gonna say. Super yeah, real. I'm talking for attention. Manager stuff. I didn't even hear that quote. Like Cam Newton for real. I just saw that like to, earlier today. Nobody even like, picked you up. You healthy. Nobody even picked you up to get back in the NFL. You. Thank you. I was like, I Kaepernick was got a better chance of getting into the NFL times. than you. <laughs> Come on, I man. To that. I listened to that two or three times because I was just so shocked hearing what man. I was hearing out of this man's mouth. I go, you have got to be kidding me. Is anybody yeah. trying to make a little name for himself now? He going to come out here, try to put his little two cents in on on, 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 on system quarterbacks. You know, like, what the hell were you? The, you the only one, quarterback. You the only one I, might, I might agree with him on is the Tua situation after last mm-hmm. night. When when I saw when I saw Tyreek go out and I see how the offense was so horrible, 
Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. But that, that, and that's the thing. That's another thing they're holding over Brock's head because of the three game stretch that they didn't have Debo and Trent Williams. No, first of all, listen, rewind, Trent Williams let's is rewind different. To last year, yeah, mm-hmm. I know, but that's what they keep saying. But let's rewind to last year. Three of those games he played, Debo wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. Debo was out three, weeks 14, 15, uh, Seattle, Raiders. I can't remember the last team, but three three games Debo was out with a knee injury for yep. the playoff stretch. Yes, he and did. he he played. So now it can't be possible that he had a bad stretch. Let's be real. Cleveland, he had a terrible game, but in the end, he got us down the field. Got us down the field. Scoring. Yeah, and that was that was not He got a concussion. Cincinnati's another story. I don't think he was supposed to be. He probably wasn't hundred percent. But Cincinnati was the worst game out of the three. But yeah. then again, it was the worst game for the defense, too, because they couldn't even stop. Uh, right. And, and like you said, he came back from a little back concussion, so he probably wasn't 100%, even though he was out there trying but to But they're holding that three-game stretch over his head. Right? So, okay. So now so yeah. now Jalen Hurts just lost to us Cowboys. If they lose to Seattle next week, are they going to hold that three-game stretch over his head? Yeah, no. exactly. Nope. Nope. No. Jalen Hurts, number one pick. Oh, yeah, we're going to give this guy his rope. We'll give him I'll his flowers. What, he's, he's hurt. And they're not—they're not letting him on to it. He's his knee is really hurt, and they keep doing they that hurt? tush push. They're gonna end his career early with that mm-hmm. damn tush push. And it's—he's it's, okay because they're gonna end the tush push next year. There, there ain't gonna be no tush push next year. It's all about they, banning it, right? They're gonna ban it. They're gonna ban it because when you think about it, the play should be legal because the 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 player is not even you know using his own power to do anything. You got somebody. It's an organized thing where you're you're yeah. you're pushing you're actually pushing another player that's and it was banned before but they changed the language and the rules and mm-hmm. you know the eagles spotted that you know loophole and then used it to their advantage mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's yeah. kind of like you can't lean on somebody else to block a field goal yeah you exactly. Can't lean on exactly yeah same you know premise. that's same thing you using like that's that's you you using instead of you being one man trying to do something now you got super strength. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now you have extra power, and they're using that because of his upper body power. Because Jalen, he's he can lift. He, you he's know, a big dude. He's a big dude. So they're like, man, all we need to do is help you in the back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I hope they do away with that because that. No, nah, it's gonna be done. It's gonna be done. But it's okay because we're gonna win. This- eventually, he's gonna land the wrong way, and he's gonna hurt. He's gonna hurt himself. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm just he's probably feeling, back, he's probably feeling back, that already from them things. Cause like you said, y'all running around there with a gimp knee as it is, and it's just gonna take yeah. someone to freaking just you know fall on them the wrong way. It's like, see, shouldn't have been running around, but and they're supposed to let us. And, and I'll be real with you, especially with the NFL being so open about gambling now, mm-hmm. right? Gambling is okay. Everybody's cool to the point where ESPN got a gambling thing. They got ESPN bet. Everybody got a bet thing going on. Yeah. You're supposed to disclose these injuries, mm-hmm. and with because that changes how you're gonna bet. That's gonna change the spreads. And I feel yeah. like yeah. there's some pieces of Vegas because you know I'm in Vegas. I'm always gonna throw Vegas involved. I feel like there's a piece of Vegas that's holding that's you know helping them hold information oh, yeah. in order for people to get caught in some trap bets where. They think that the Eagles should be favored by this much, but they shouldn't be because they actually got an injury going on. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. Yeah. I just 
I just don't I don't like that. And that's why I, I look at things real closely. And that's why I mentioned that before we played the Eagles. I said, look, I see the chinks in the armor for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. People are caught up with that spread saying that we shouldn't be favored. They're 10 and 10 and one. They should be favored. Yeah. And that was all smoke and mirrors, man. People had to pay attention to the games, the three games in a row. They should have lost three games in a row before getting to us. Yep. Each one, <laughs> people say they found a way to win. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. man, they got lucky three times. Yep. He sure did. And now we're caught up to them. So Dude, that's why the, the Niners and the uh, Cowboys got them. And they lucky that Seattle ain't in full strength because they might get them. Exactly. That's why I, I, I told, dude, I called it a couple of weeks. I said, you know what? I And I let them fools know on Instagram because you know, I'd be following some of them, you, you know, mm-hmm. guys and everybody. I said, listen, I'm going to just tell you guys right now. You guys are set up for a big loss. And the 49ers are going to be the ones to give you that big loss. We're going to come in there. We're going to take care of business on your own home field. Because now you're going to find out and you're going to really know the real deal. And they did. And then I also said after that, I said, guess what? You guys are going to lose against Dallas after that. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. Because Dallas was taking notes. Good. Damn right. Dallas was taking look, notes. He softened them fools up. And, you know, like like Bosa said, man, we had the blueprint for them now. See, they've been exposed. They've been exposed. Now, now defense going to pay attention and say, oh, this is what we have to do to stop Jalen Hurts. Okay. Okay. See, now it's not going to be as easy anymore. I just wanted to read real quick. And I listen to my boy, uh, David Lombardi, man. He says about Brock Purdy. He said, Brock Purdy in 2023 has been the most accurate deep passing performer quarterback in documented NFL history. He has Mm. completed 66% of his deep passes over 20 yards for the last, uh, uh, and that's uh, the most in the last two decades. No one has come close uh, uh, before those numbers. And the only other guy that was closest to him was last year was uh, Tua from Miami. You know, he had 55%. And this is according to PFF, you know, they, what they've been tracking and stuff. So, Brock Purdy, you are not a system quarterback. You are a pro bowler. You should get your flowers. But, you know, I can see it's just going to take us to go out there, whoop everybody's ass, get that Super Bowl, get that six Super Bowl and championship. And he, he probably still won't get his flowers. But, you know what? We're going to walk away with the hardware. That's all we care about, yeah. to be honest with you, at the end of the day. You know, you all still want to be fussing over this MVP and stuff. Man, stop it. You know, Dak, everybody. Yeah, you guys are good, but you're not Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is killing everybody. Killing everybody. Hey, Sidebar Rio. Yeah. Have you heard from your boy Smoke? Is he okay? Oh, man, Smoke. I don't know. You talk to him? <laughs> I haven't I haven't heard from him since, man. I know he's going through a lot. He's getting, you know, he he's getting killed right now because you know the Cowboys and the Niners got on his boys. He knows it's a it, 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 no. He knows he knows he knows what's going on. He's a real send more regards when you speak to him. No doubt, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got a long regards. I got a long list of uh, of homies that 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 has been through it. Because of the Niners, and you know, I'm looking for some new fans. I'm looking for some Ravens fans, man. I need a Ravens. Yeah, fan you know, we need on. some Raven fans in the house. Man. We gotta get some Raven fans on. Man, the I need, I need all I the think, fans. I know man. anybody that's a Ravens fan. We need somebody. I'm making bets I, with everybody. 
Yeah, I actually have. I know somebody, but they're not like a real show. Real fans where they'll talk smack and stuff like that. They're more like laid back, you know. Yeah, not somebody you can bring on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm undefeated, man. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> put out the search for somebody to see if they're uh, willing to come on. Because you know we, we we're pretty lucky having a you know a, a, a opponent from another team come on the show, and then we undefeated, <laughs> well, man. We undefeated, exactly. They all, the, the team always ends up losing against us, so uh, kind of good to get somebody on the show from uh, Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore! I, I'm, I'm going to try working on it. See if I can find someone. Um, hopefully, rather quickly. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys this question real quick now. Um, you know, since the rookie, uh, our uh, number one but third round pick, <laughs> Jair Brown, how do you feel about this man's game playing? Do you think possibly Telenor Hufunga better be looking over his shoulder because of this man's play? Because he had another interception in this game, and this guy's kind of picking up eight solo tackles. Yep, eight solo tackles, man. And, uh, you know how how do you feel? Like I mean, if you were to compare him to tell Noah, you know who who you who you feeling out of between the two? Do you think he still has more to prove? Or I mean, I know it's only been like what two three games or whatever. Yeah. But uh, you know, do you like what you see in the rookie Forty uh, Nine Faithful? Do you guys like what you see in the rookie? You know, uh, hit me in the comments. Let me know if you uh, would rather continue to have Jair Brown or Telenoa Funga. Right now, I'm liking Brown. I mean, I know he's he's mm-hmm. still he's still a little wet behind the ears, you know. But I I really believe this kid is going to be an outstanding player. This kid's going to be a Pro Bowler, man. You ready? You ready for a hot take? Hot take. Come on, Monty, bring it. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give you a hot take right now because you know what? I hate to say it, but we're probably going to be looking at Jay Brown as our starting strong safety coming. Yeah, I see Unfortunately. But Funga is going to be what we call a salary salary cap casualty. We can't pay everybody, right? So Brandon Ayuk has got to get paid. I don't want to see Ayuk walk. No. no. Fortunately, being that he tore his ACL, that puts Funga on the back burner. If if JR Brown keeps playing like this, they they can afford to not extend Hufunga when mm-hmm. they can spend that money on Ayuk on everybody else because we know they keep backloading these contracts eventually it's going to catch up to us. Yep. Granted we have we have what most teams don't have is not a lot of money tied up in our QB room because of Purdy. But we're still paying most of this 170. We're paying we're paying a lot of people have contracts. Mm-hmm. So right. I, I was uh, originally just- thinking Kittle was going to be the first casualty because he's long in the tooth already. He's one of the longest Ten-year players, mm-hmm. and they drafted they drafted Latu and they drafted uh, Willa Brink, Braden Willis. But with this knee injury to Hafunga, with him being due his extension next year, unfortunately, I'm, I, I I can see him being tipped off just so we can keep Ayuk. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If Jr. Brown keeps playing like that, I'm sorry, I love Hafunga, but that's the is a bit. We got to remember at the end of the day, it's a business. Yeah, right. keep this team right. together. Real, real, how are you feeling about it, man? We're gonna lose people, but mm-hmm. it's who we lose, right? It's like who and 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 what Monty's saying makes a hundred percent sense. It's it's just like what we did with Purdy, right? Mm-hmm. Purdy 
was an obvious better pick than Trey Lance. Let go Trey Lance. We saving money. And we we got some time to use that to build because we're cheaper on Purdy. Mm-hmm. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to do the same thing in a, on the safety position. And then we, we get to keep Ayuk. That's mm-hmm. to me, that's more important. Because if we got another guy that's able to do the same job, I don't want him to go. I want to keep everybody. Right. But we know we got to lose somebody. It's got to oh, yeah. catch up. Oh, yeah. It's got to catch years up. So we got to play JL Brown. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and also well, I think that, that, I understand. I think Brock Purdy still got like another three or four years before he even gets his new contract, from what I heard. So, three years, yeah. is it three years? Okay, so three four more years, years for uh, years, Brock. Two Purdy. years. Oh, two yeah. years? Really? Oh. Two years. He's eligible for his extension in the fourth year. Oh, okay. Wow. But wait, but they could extend him early, right? If they, they could. Yeah. So to me, if, if he win the Super Bowl, I would extend the man early as as a gift. They, you can't just be having this man. Do you think they put the French t- franchise tag on him if you win the Super Bowl? That's another possibility too. Uh, him or yeah. Ayuk. Yeah, but Ayuk, I think Ayuk's been with the team. I, I, I yeah. Know. If I had a part <laughs> between Purdy and Ayuk, if I had a part with one Ayuk, I'm sorry. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Because we need the QB because without that's without without Purdy, there's no Ayuk. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? But that's yeah. why I also. But that's why I also mentioned Kittle. Might be a casualty, especially if we win the Super Bowl. Because mm-hmm. Kittle's already in the seventh year. He got his yeah. bag. And they yeah. drafted, like I said, they drafted two tight ends last year. Brady yeah. Willis and Cameron Latu. Yeah. So they were they're already looking for his replacement. You know what I mean? Because they know he's one of the yeah, he was one of the first be on the downhill. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And the way he plays, I'm surprised he, I'm thank God he's been healthy this year, but he's always in and out of the lineup. But, but Kittle, Kittle's so it's, I'm piece, telling you, man. I was having this conversation with a, a good friend of mine that's not a fan, and we were talking about Kittle. And then as soon as Hafunga went down with the knee injury, it was like, wow. And Jay, he had Jay, I think he had eight or nine soul tackles just uh, Sunday in the interception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He play, he's, play, he's, he's balling. He's yeah. playing. They were high on him, too. They drafted him in the third round. They didn't draft him in the third round for, you know, for no reason. Mm-hmm. So. Like I said, it's a business, so unfortunately, we can't. It's going to be tough to keep this team together. But Brock Purdy being paid eight hundred fifty thousand dollars, someone's bag of coins is going to have to drop. Hey, do we got any? But the thing is, he can't hold out, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah he can't. He's not in that window where he can hold out. So we can we can franchise tag him for a year, or, well, or can he, you only do the franchise tag on free agents? On oh, no, wait, who are you talking about? On Purdy, I'm or, not sure you, about that. I think you're talking, talking about, about Purdy. Oh yeah, like because like, uh, he's been in the contract for four for three years or for four yeah. years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But can you can you franchise tag somebody that's on the contract? I thought you can only franchise tag people that yeah. are. Free I think it's yeah. It's, I mm. think it's you have to be on your um. I think it's a uh, for restricted free agents. Right. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Unrestricted free so agents is different. I mean, eventually he's going to get the bag, if he, especially if he keeps playing like this. But mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, like you said, he brings he brings bone brings home that big Super Bowl ring, boy. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. Ooh, oh, he'll boy. get he'll get money Look in endorsements you. and other stuff. Do we got do? How, what kind of picks do we have uh, for next year? 
for the we first don't have round. any first rounders, I don't believe. Only second, don't? second and down. I thought we had one. No? Oh. I think we have one. When we traded for, yeah, we might have one. You're right. Because this, I think they the gave last up like, I know they gave up like a couple of seconds and thirds, but I think we do have. Yeah. I feel yeah, like this year's, draft draft is go, this year's draft is going to be nice. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially for teams that need QBs. Man, mm-hmm. this this year's draft is going to be nice for the for the teams that need some QBs. Trust me, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be some changes that going to be happening. Yeah, there's a lot of teams out there yeah. that definitely need some some new blood. That's for sure. But uh, uh, but you yeah, know we got, we have, have a list here if you want of what we do have a first round. We have a first round pick. We have oh, okay. a second round pick. We have yeah. two thirds, two fourths, two fifths, a sixth, and two sevenths. Yeah, see, we're all right. We could we could be all, we gonna be good coming in uh, next season in that draft. We'll now the, uh, the seventh is the bottom of the first though. It's okay. Yeah. It was okay. That's why I was making mention of that because a lot of the the, the beginning draft is gonna be offense heavy. So right. there's a lot yeah. of stuff that we could do at the bottom, and we might be able to sneak in. You yeah. know, you know what? And they could probably trade up if they need to. I mean, if there's someone they got a, really an eye on. You know, yeah. if they got yeah, that yeah. much draft capital in their pocket, they give up a second or third round or something to get up to move up or something that, that might help. Yeah. But uh, we'll, you know, when that day comes, you know, we're gonna definitely have we'll have the old draft party show and get more into that, which is gonna be fun. Uh, the night is gonna face the Arizona Cardinals, the next bird game we have to see, and um. Uh, going into this game, you know, Arizona Cardinals, uh, I don't, the record's obviously not that great, you know, but, hey, they are a Division West team, you know, and, you know, can't take any of these teams lightly, even the ones that are sorry, because uh, those are the ones that sometimes come up and bite you out of nowhere. But um, how the Niners prepare and get ready for this? I mean, they're secondary now. You know, Ward's kind of a little banged up. I'm not sure if he's going to play coming back. Um, they might have to, you know, I think uh, – I want to say D'Amador, Lenore, and um, Embry Thomas are probably going to move to cornerback positions if if uh, Ward can't play. This would be a good game for Ward to sit down. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's going to be a good game for a few people to sit down because Hargrave, I think, is nursing a hamstring. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. looking scary for a minute, but then I last heard that there is a chance he still might play on Sunday, so I'm kind of like, wow. Him and Ward they should, are they should, okay. Yeah, they should both let both those guys sit out. If I mean, if I'm coach, I'd rather let them guys sit out and get ready for this Baltimore game because I feel like uh, yeah, I think we should be able to handle Arizona, you know, uh, if these guys don't play. And I, I think we'll be all right. You know, it's just, uh, you know, backup talent's just got to step up, man, and, you know, do their thing, you know. But uh, Kyle Murray's back, man, and, you know, this guy, you know, we always have problems with these quarterbacks that run all over the damn place. Not this so, year. I think uh, I think they, after playing, you know, Mr. Jalen Hurts and company, you know, I think they're gonna be well ready and tested, uh, Mr. Kyle Murray. And I don't think he uh, yeah, Murray's a little quicker to, to the outside than than Hurts. Yeah, I was watching the I was watching the highlights actually of the game, uh, their game against Pittsburgh, and uh, you know, he didn't uh, even though he still kind of runs out the pocket sometimes, but he. He does. He doesn't look the same to me. Like he don't look like with that. I mean, he still got good speed, but he don't look like he's running with that top speed like he was before. You know what I mean? And I know he stays more in the pocket now, trying to make you know, trying to make more of a play. But uh, he will take off if he does have the, uh, you know, gap route to you know, make 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 a big play or something. So Niners got to be ready for him. You know what I mean? And uh, they just got to contain him. Don't let him run out the pocket. You know, and just uh, keep him back there like they did, like they did with Jalen Hurts. 
you know, give up the big stuff. So, uh, but I don't think uh, they still got Connors. I know they got him for running back. Uh, I'm not sure even who they have for their receivers. I know they got a uh, they got a tight end that's uh, looking pretty good. I forgot the guy's name, but he's uh, he made a couple of good plays uh, against uh, Pittsburgh. But um, you know, I think the Niners should be able to handle these guys and uh, take care of business, get that dub. But uh, hopefully, like I said, if they can rest Hargrave, let him sit out, and Ward. You know, I think that would be good. That would benefit us a lot getting ready for Baltimore Ravens because we're gonna we're gonna need all the boys back, especially on defense for the Ravens. You know. Yeah, we came out pretty banged up against Seattle. Yeah, even Greenlaw. I think Green, he even got a little Greenlaw, leak in the legs or something and like Burks, that. And Burks, they're saying Aaron Burks is gonna miss a couple of weeks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. So uh you know rookie gonna have to step up the other linebacker. I've got his gentleman's name but uh you know, a lot of guys, man. New blood's gonna step up and step step on up and step in and take get it D done. Winters. Yeah, winners. There you go. D winners, you know. So uh we'll hey, can I ask you a question though? I, I just it just yeah. dawned on me with this injury stuff. Yeah, so now that they put Ray Ray McLeod on the IR, they are talking that Debo is gonna be returning more kicks. Really? How do you feel about that? I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I never liked Debo. <laughs> Doing kicks or run, uh, I mean returning kicks or running with the ball because he's yeah. our receiver, you know, and that's what we need him yeah. for, you know. And uh, Ronnie Bell out there, I still yeah, right. you know, yeah exactly. Ronnie Bell. I mean, he's he's done it in college, so I mean, he should be able to do a fair hands kick. down. Ronnie but Bell all day. Oh, you could just catch the ball. You don't even have to get flashy and run with it. Just catch you know, it. Go down the, if you have the, to. The know? chance of you, you know, breaking off a kickoff return is is low anyway. So yeah. just. I'm good with Ronnie Bell doing it, but not Debo, man. When I saw that against the Eagles, yeah. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. What's going on? <laughs> so I was not happy. You know, that's with probably that. Debo just telling him to put me out there, too, though. You know what I mean? I but know. It's just, he runs so hard and he plays so hard. It's like. Yeah, he does. But Debo's you know starting, I mean? Debo's, Debo's starting to like, you know, he's coming into his season right now. That brother's man. Well, Debo is yeah, yeah. like looking kind of, you know, he looked kind of sick. He, th- he threw that pass downfield, uh, pretty to him downfield. He said, he said, you know, I wasn't sure he was going to send that. But when I turned around, I see it. And then I had to pick up my speed because he wasn't going his full speed. And then when right. he really, he looked at, and saw uh, Brock Pretty throwing it down to him, that's when he was like, oh, I got to run and catch up with this sucker. You know what I mean? And. He's kind of got that extra gear, that extra switch that he could just take off like a rocket, man, which is uh, so incredible for for Debo. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm not crazy about him returning kicks. Lose, yeah, and you don't want to risk him the injury, especially on being a uh, punt returner. That's just uh, yeah, not work for me neither. <laughs> don't Hopefully, worry. they don't go with it. We'll see what happens. So, real quick, uh, you know, while we get ready to round this up, you know, uh, for the 49 and faithful, for those faithful that are heading out from the Bay that's going to be going down to Arizona this weekend, like me, there's a lot of events happening. I, I thought uh, hopefully Tony would have been on the show, he would have been able to talk about, it, but I'm going to have to do it for him because he's not here. Um, uh, we got some happenings going on. I'm just going to throw the poster up. We got the Gold Rush Tour happening in Arizona. At, at the, and this is how the uh, Arizona Invasion itinerary is going to happen. Uh, Friday, uh, if you, if there's some great cigar smokers out there, they're going to have they're going to have this uh, uh, event at the Fine Ash Cigars, which is I can't even read the address on this thing, but it's going to be on Friday, December 15th. Uh, it's going to be whiskey sampling and cigars, you know, so it's going to be just kind of cool, relaxed, you know, before the before the real party starts, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get the cigar lovers out there, you know, 
I love a few cigars. It's chill. And, and, you know, last time we did that, we had it in uh, Las Vegas. It was really fun. And uh, I'm not a cigar smoker, but I was there, you know, but the, the bar and place where they had it, that was really nice, you know, and, uh, you know, even seeing a few players that was walking up in there, you know, which was pretty cool. You know, I guess a lot of them, they go back in the little private room. So, you know, get their cigar around with their boys. But uh, on Saturday, it's going to be the big, uh, what we got here? Oh, Dave and Buster's. And, of course, our guy John Taylor will return again. He's going to be out there hanging out with the 49er faithful. We had a great time when we were at the uh, Philadelphia uh, Gold Bar Whiskey at the, um, distillery out there in Treasure Island uh, watching the game. And, man, let me t- man, guys, I don't know. Yeah, have you guys ever met John Taylor? This, this no, brother, man, he's so he's so cool, man. You know what I mean? Like, he, he was so cool with the fans. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's just talking, chopping it up with everybody, you know. He was up on stage talking, you know, and. You know, he, he always seemed such a, like a rather reserved kind of person. You know, he didn't really expect that, you know. But, man, he was hella cool and took pictures with him and everything. And he was, you know, even people that, you know, didn't pay for autographs or whatever, you know, he signed autographs and everything, man. He's having a good time with the 49er faithful. But he's going to be back. He's going to be back in Arizona with us, Dave and Buster's, you know. And uh, uh, it's like, uh, you know, they're saying that it's $39 for any item, you know, if you want to get signatures with him and stuff, you know, I'm sure you have pictures and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be happening, man. We're going to have a lot of uh, of uh, people, peeps out there, <clears throat> you know, Baldies and, um, of course, Gold Bar Whiskey is going to be out there and, uh, you know, all, all these guys. And that's going to be put on with the 408 swag. So they're going to be doing their thing that Saturday on the 16th from 10 o'clock in the morning to 5 p.m. So that's where we're going to be hanging out all day, having a good time. And, of course, Sunday, there will be uh, the game, and everybody's going to have a uh, tailgate happening that's put on by the 49er South Bay Swag. Uh, if you want to get – I guess you get tickets, the 30 buck tickets for tacos and some side dishes and beverages. You know you can Venmo at Ruben-Gonzalez-66 on Venmo and or PayPal at uh, RG Rock. Rocks one nine seven six. We're going to be in the yellow lot at uh, State Farm Stadium. So the yellow lot is where the tailgate will be, and Forty Nine Field will be hanging out over there. So make sure you guys uh, be coming on out. Make sure you come on out and hang out, have a good time. Forty Nine Field because you know every time we show up in Arizona, there's like a lot of faithful. I mean, there's a lot of Forty Nine fans I think live out there. <laughs> You know, so every time we show up in Arizona, it's going to be, I guarantee you, you're talking about a good 50, 60% of the stadiums to be full. What's those tickets looking like? Uh, you know, that's a good question because I haven't even looked in the tickets yet. But uh, because the team is not doing so darn great, you know, the, I can't I think, imagine being too expensive. So uh, you probably get some good deals, man. 50, 60, 50, 60 bucks, I imagine. I'm going to have to look that up, man. Head. Yeah, you should come on out, man. You're right next I door. Need to, I need to come out for something, man. I mean, it's like some somewhere. Why don't you make that trip? Why don't you make that trip, real? Man, I need to look that right up. down the road. That's what about three hour drive for you, right? Three. Yeah, four. I, ain't, I ain't driving nowhere. Let'll <laughs> <laughs> no, be known. I ain't driving nowhere. All right. Well, you hop on that plane, you'll be there in 20 minutes, in less Thank than a half you. hour. Thank you. You don't even drive to the casino, man. Tell him. Well, I was going to ask you, man. How was that uh, Durango Casino, man? I was looking at oh, the Durango. Yeah, that looked nice. That little sports area they got there is cool. I've got it's the real. Here. It's real nice. The only complaint I have, and I think they did this on purpose, oh. they had like only like two or three people at the cashier, 
so you could cash your tickets out. So if you if you got chips, I mean, you no. got to go stand in line. The line was ridiculous. It took me really? an hour. To, it took me an hour to get my money. Wow. You know you what I'm saying? Your chips and went back the next day. No, nah, that's what they want you to do. I'm not oh. doing that, man. I I hit already. Oh. I hit already. <laughs> they want take you to come money. back so you get the urge to sit back They wanted you to hold on to them chips and say, "Come on back." Yeah, man. Forget that. Later. Just keep those chips. Keep those yeah. chips. So just uh, we get our money back. Yeah. No, forget that. <laughs> How long did you wait in line for? About an hour and twenty minutes. Dang. Wow. I've, I've never waited that long anywhere in Vegas for no money. Wow. And it was ridiculous. And and I ain't gonna lie, they got that casino packed. Like yeah. the 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 um slot machines, you like you turn around and you you could touch the person right behind you, like oh really? <laughs> it is packed. <laughs> really? They they did they like we they, and they once you they walk through no the door, distance in there, huh? no social distance. Once you walk through the door, you got none but they, the way they set it up. You gotta walk through gambling before you get to a bathroom, before you get to anything. You walking through just nothing but slot machines and tables, and before you get to tables, you walking through a sea of uh, a slot machine. And they they set it up real, real deep. Mm. They did, okay. and they said they did all that on purpose. The whole layout, they make the bathrooms hard to find. They make everything just that they lay that sucker out so that you got a lot of temptation before you get to your destination. I was checking out that pool area over there, man. I was like, wow, it looks pretty nice. I didn't pool. see the pool. I didn't oh, even see the pool. Pool looks nice, man. I know there's going to be a lot of parties going on over there. Pool yeah, act. I might, I'm not, I might need to check my, my VIP points over there because I, I I go to the stations, a part of the stations casino. And uh-huh. um, I'm at platinum status because of all the gambling I did. That's right. why I'm. That's why I moved over to the Caesars so I could so I could earn diamond status over there. So you know, but I still got that platinum. I need to go see what I can get over there. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, next time coming out there. I'm definitely gonna check out the Durango man. Look like they have some real nice fine restaurants up in there too. I mean, a lot of. Uh, a lot of choices to pick from. They had look like they had some real good spots. I was like, "Wow, looks good." I like I like the probably the books, uh, the bookie, uh, the book sports book uh, area the best. Yeah, that, is, that was yeah, nice. That, nice little spot there uh, to chill and kind of hang out, watch games, and get your bets on. Um, I was gonna say last week's scores. You know, I think look like Tone was probably the closest. He had thirty-two seventeen. Final score was 28-16, and he looked like he was the closest. The rest of us were way over. <laughs> Who's that? Tony guy? Yeah. Antonio. What I said was mine? Yours was uh, uh, Monty. You had 37-12. I had 38-10. Oh, they were close to sticking on that 10. He got that last touchdown. I was so pissed. But I was way over. Uh, 38, I had 38-10. Rio had 38-18. And your brother was kind of close. Well, he had 34-17. But, uh, but yeah, he was, yeah, he was pretty close. But uh, Tone kind of beat him a couple of little points there. So, good pick. Hey, let, so me know what tic- let me know what tickets you find. I'm looking on Ticketmaster. I'm seeing, I'm seeing 180, 150. What, what, for the game? Yeah. Dude, you got to wait till like, the last minute to get to I always wait till like, 
<laughs> the day of the game because man, they'll drop about a hundred bucks. Wow, you think desperate, right? Yeah, because I was what you know what? Um, I saw like my original seats uh at the Niner game at Levi, they were going for like about 200. And I was like, wow, that's I mean, that was a lot, you know, I was kind of like, uh, you know, and that was like the day, like literally the day before. But then I saw them drop down just as game time came around. They dropped down to like 132, hmm. 130 something. So sometimes it's good to wait in certain situations, you know, if, uh, you know, but you're telling me that's the cheapest ticket they got that right now is 100. How much I'm taking master. I'll see 150. 150? Yeah, for the solo, for one ticket. What about for two people? For two people. Probably less. I don't know why they're saying what is it one eighty? No, it's one eighty per person for the two people. One eighty. What one fifty per person? One fifty if you're just doing single seat. Hmm. Yeah, that's gonna drop, man. I, I, I'm. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait to day of the game, close to like maybe a few hours before the game. See what they got. But uh, speaking of the game, Monty, what's your score, bro? What do you think, Arizona? I think we're gonna bounce back. And, and uh, it's not going to be as close as, as this one was. Was what's your score, people? If you're watching, drop it in. The I'm comments. going 34, 34 to twelve. Thirty-four to twelve. Okay, all right. Thirty-four to twelve, Monty. Rio, come on, baby. Yeah, what you got? I got, I got mixed, I got mixed, I got mixed ideas, right? So I feel like this is one of those games where it's going to be closer than it needs to be for some reason. Might be because we resting people or whatever. Mm -hmm. They got the spread at thirteen and a half. I'm thinking that I'm thinking we're going to win by ten. You know, I'm, I'm a, I'm gonna give it. Just to go off the spread that I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. What's the total points? You know? Total points, I think, is like 48 or something like that. Wait, let me let me go double check. What is the total points? That's a good question. It's right here, right here. Um, yeah, 48. So 48 is the total points. Okay. So, I'm thinking, I'm thinking we're gonna score about maybe like 42. I just can't see AZ scoring 32 points on us. I can't see that. So if I think Niners are gonna score 42, and I'm thinking they're gonna keep it close, there's no way Arizona is gonna score 32 points. Mm-mm. That's not happening. So. 42 seven, that sounds like 42 17 man 42 17 42 17 now you got some cover so they are going to yeah. clean house and so, so I got them covering yeah yeah so you, yeah so you're going to take nines in the points see if they cover uh so 789 okay so yeah so you're going to bet the over right. more than the over i i feel i feel like cuz when i just when I just talked about it, it makes no sense because I know the Niners going to score. Mm-hmm. I just I can't see the Arizona being scoring that much to be that close. Mm-hmm. We'd have to be sleeping on defense for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Be play lousy, no pressure on on Kyle. Right. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to go with about, <clears throat> I'm going to say, I think I'm going to say, I don't know, something like 32-17. Yeah, I'll say 32-17. Niners. The Niners, baby. Let's get this W. And let's clinch the NFC West by beating the Arizona Cardinals so we can just walk on down the line. And I just hope this don't turn into a trap game because you know they got Ravens coming up Christmas Day and Seattle should have won the boys. Yeah, Seattle. Everybody thought Seattle was going to be the trap game. That's what I kind of thought too. But you know, they kind of came out just playing. You know, they weren't. They played good. They just weren't sharp. You know, we we had like what? No, but the interceptions that we could have had, they dropped. You know. You know, you want to know what what I'm starting to see too is is now that they're getting more film on Purdy, these teams are starting to try a little a new little trickeries and little changes in the in their defense. Mm-hmm. And I I think that's why they've been he's been getting off to that slow start because it's now he reads it and then he's picking it up because they're couple of throwing a couple of nuances at him that he hasn't seen yet. Mm-hmm. And that's why if you think about it, the first drive he handed the ball off to CMC, boom, gone. Mm-hmm. Second drive, yeah. you're trying to throw the ball in this couple little, and now oh. now he goes back, he looks at the tape, and he's like, oh, all right. And now Kyle, yeah. between like, him and oh, Kyle, I, they work it out. I see what y'all he, guys trying to do to me now. You know Tell what I mean? guys, so, I've been impressed with Kyle, man. He usually does his, his all his adjustments second half. He's been doing them like he's, in the he's second been doing quarter. Right on the fly, yeah. Yeah, he's been doing them like by the second quarter. He's doing his, his changes. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I'm I'm always like second half. I'm like it's all good. We'll get him in second half, but now he's like yeah. nah, second quarter. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, th- I think uh, depending on the situation, he probably you know at times I think he can adjust a little quicker at times. But then, yeah, sometimes it's like well, second half we'll we'll look at this and see what we got to do. But um, you know, Brock Purdy is handling the pressure really well. I mean, no matter what defense is throwing at him, he's um. He's been, you know, he catches on, like you said, pretty quickly. And he, he makes some adjustments because I see him out there, even in the first uh, few plays. He remember, I don't know, was the first call, was it actually the first play with CMC when he ran it? But he called an audible. You see him? He, he oh, yeah. He ordered a lot of the first plays today. Yeah. Run. And I was like, I was like, oh, he's calling an audible. What's going on? He sees he see something. He sees something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's doing his thing and he made the right call. Brock Purdy should be MVP, and you guys, you sports analysts out there, man, need to eat crow because this boy, give him his flowers because he's he's gonna be due. Y'all, y'all wait and see. It's gonna happen. We'll see him. We'll see y'all in Vegas. I just say it like that. But uh, all right. So uh, again, everybody, at this, uh, if you've been watching, I appreciate you supporting the channel. Make sure you hit subscribe, like, you know, catch us on podcasts. You know, we're out there on podcasts and. Uh, you know, if you don't get to check in with us, because you know it's holidays now. I know everybody's out shopping, but we're on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Amazon, Google, all that, man. You guys can ride and cruise to listen to us and listen to the show, man. But we appreciate all the support and love. And guys, I appreciate y'all. And oh, quick shout out to the love of my life, Nine of Glow. Uh, celebrating our anniversary today, December 12th. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Cheers. Cheers. And 31 years of being together. So truly Ooh. blessed. A lover. Huh? I love that. Thirty-one uh, years, man. Yeah, we've been thirty-one years together. So, uh, that we're, yeah, truly blessed, man. And I, and I can't thank her enough for all that she does 
for me and, and, and his family and, and everything. So great mom, everything, you know, she's wonderful. But uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're gonna, that's why we're going to do it up extra this weekend. You know, we're going to celebrate. We got to celebrate that. Yeah. Uh, do it. Do it big. Have a drink for me. I, I will. <laughs> I got to do it in moderation, though. See, I don't want to get, I don't have nine to burn out. Can't have nine yeah, to burn yeah. out before the game. So I got, I got to do it in moderation real slow. Real slow. All right, fellas. I appreciate y'all, man. Until, uh, uh, you know, we're going to get back at it again on Tuesday and uh, holidays are fastly approaching. So, uh, but we got the big one coming up after this. But let's get this W first and get this NFC title, West wrapped up, baby. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be the next mission of Mission Impossible 6. And we got to wrap up. We out of here, 49 Faith. You guys take care. We'll see you later.